listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hello and welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. In this episode, I want to talk about the number of products in your store. This is a question I actually see people ask a lot in Facebook groups for TPT sellers. They'll say like, how many products do you make a week? Or how many products have you made in your first year? How many products do you need to make to make a certain amount of money, like four figures a month? How many products do you have? Or have you noticed like a certain uptick in sales when you get to a certain amount of products? How many products do I need to be successful? Like people are always asking those kind of questions. And I think it's like a genuine concern. You're just like curious to know, is there some kind of magic number? Is there like a certain number of products that will bring me money? That's a good question to ask. But I really want to chat about the whole number of products in your store thing today. And I want to share my thoughts on it. And I do have one to do with a regret that I have in my own business. So let's get started. Here is my thought. I actually think that you should stop making products. Now, hear me out before you kind of freak out. What's she talking about? If you are, of course, a brand, brand new seller, as in you've just opened your store in the last few months, maybe, you know, even you're in your first year, maybe, and like product creation is your focus. Of course, you need to be making products. But I actually know a lot of my listeners are not fresh, fresh newbies. A lot of you listening have had a store for more than a year, many years even. Or you might just be in your first year towards the end of it, but you've got like quite a lot of products in your store. And you are on this hamster wheel of creating resources where you think that the more resources you have, the more money you make. So you just keep creating, keep creating. I actually hear stories all the time of people with really insanely large amounts of resources. Obviously, there are those stories you hear of people with literally thousands, which I think is crazy. Can't even imagine. But I do hear of newer sellers who say, you know, I've been selling for six months or I've been selling for a year and I have 200 products. And you're like, What? crazy large amounts of resources in a short amount of time. And whenever I read those posts, I always kind of cringe because I think that isn't a good idea. Creating a lot of products or creating products for the sake of it is not a good idea. So when I dramatically say stop creating products, what I mean is if you already have enough products, you should really stop. (laughs) And if you are still in your early days, you should probably slow down. So let's talk a little bit more about that. I think you've heard this, you know, the saying before, quality over quantity. And it really, really does ring true when it comes to being a TPT seller. I myself have been guilty, you know, in Facebook groups of giving people advice and saying, you know, aim for 50 products or aim for 100 products. Like these are sort of these like common numbers people talk about. And I think we say that, and I regret saying it, but we, we do say these kind of things because it is true that, you know, like anecdotally, most sellers will sort of say that once they get to those kind of numbers, they do notice an increase in sales. I think it's simply a volume thing. You know, if you have one product in your store and your new friend who's also a TPT seller has 100 products, if you can obviously have a guess about who's making more money, probably not the one per product person. <laughs> but, you know, so it's like to a certain extent, it is true. Having more products means you have more chance of ranking in search, reaching buyers, you know, you try different things out and, you know, not everything's a bestseller, but something is, so, you know, you finally find that bestseller or 
you make products and you make enough of them, you kind of figure out your niche or you get better at it the more you create. And so you, you start making better ones or, you know, you're just making resources and you eventually kind of hit one that is really a teacher's need, you know, something that people are looking for. So I, I it is kind of true that, you know, you make products and the more you make, sometimes the more money you make. But like to a certain extent, it kind of is true. Having a large amount in your store is certainly going to bring you money. But I hear stories of people who have quite large stores who are making less money than people with smaller stores. You know, there are people that have under 100 resources making way more money than someone else with 1,000. So it's it's almost like I would say when it comes to the number of products in your store, in the early numbers, more is better. But then there becomes like this tipping point, this like threshold where you kind of get to this certain amount of products where after that, the number doesn't matter anymore. And you don't want to be creating products for the sake of reaching a certain number because that will not serve you. And I'm just going to throw this number out there, but I would say 30. And hear me out why I want to say 30 products. I think, you know, I've heard of this person, like this unicorn person that had, it was talked about in Facebook groups, like someone told me once that there was this person with only 30 products in their store and I believe they were making six figures, something crazy like that. You hear of these unicorn stories, but it kind of made me realize that, you know, that after you've gotten past that really small point of having like, you know, one or two resources, once you start getting to that kind of 20, 30 resources, you technically could be making large amounts of money because there's trust me there's someone out there that has and in my first you know year or two I did actually kind of create a small store like that my first few years I had about 30-ish resources and I was making quite a few hundred dollars a month so 30 does feel to me like it's possible it's possible for me I used 30 products to make a couple hundred dollars a month it's possible for this unicorn person who apparently made six figures and just from my personal experience and from this experience I've heard from someone else it's like 30 is is just an adequate number. It's a number where you can make money. I guess what I'm saying is if you're someone that's listening and you have like that many resources in your store, say you have like 35 resources and all you keep hearing is that you need to have 50 and you're just going and rushing and making 50 resources for the sake of it when really you could be making money with 30. Like There's no rule here around 50 or 100 resources. Like I just think they get, yeah, anyway, a 100 is another one to get to. People really do say that and it, it does have merit that, you know, it's quite a large amount of resources, 100. So by the time you have that, you really are like covering all the bases here. You probably will be making more sales than, you know, that person with one resource. But I think people think that something magical is going to happen when you hit 100 and it isn't true. 100 garbage resources is just not the same as 30 great ones. 500 garbage resources is just not the same as 30 great ones. Like, it really isn't about the number to a certain point. I think you just get to a certain threshold where the number just doesn't matter anymore and you can just keep churning them out for the sake of it and it's not going to magically do anything. I don't know. I get like 30 is just a number. I don't know that it really means anything, but to me, it just feels like if say you're stuck at making a very small amount of money in the TPT world, as in like you're making a couple of sales a month, maybe like $5 a month or something, you're barely covering your premium membership and you have 30 products in your store, if you can't make money from 30 products, it doesn't matter if you have 50. There's something else that needs to be fixed. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like the number isn't the issue here. 30 products is plenty of opportunities. That's 30 opportunities to make money. 
And if you're not making any sales from those 30 resources, then something's wrong and it's not the number of resources in your store. And going up to 35 or 40 is not going to magically the next day turn your dashboard into a millionaire's dashboard. It just doesn't really work like that. I think this connects really well to social media. There's someone I follow on social media that talks about this and they say, if you can't sell to a thousand followers, you're not going to be able to sell to 10,000. So people think that they need to chase 10,000 Instagram followers and that they'll somehow achieve success and make money. But they're saying it's not about the number. If you don't know how to sell to people, if you can't sell to the people you do have, it doesn't matter if that number increases, you know, you've not learned the skills to sell, then it doesn't matter. And that is really true. It works for email marketing too. You could have 500 email subscribers, you could have 5,000, you could have 50,000. But if you don't know how to sell, it doesn't matter what number you have. You know what I mean? So I think the same thing goes with product creation. If you aren't creating quality resources, and if you aren't creating great listings, or you don't know how to market, or whatever the issue is, churning out more resources is not going to fix that. So going back to this 30 thing, I myself have got nearly 500 resources in my store. And honestly, some days I just kind of wish I could just get rid of half of them. Like I just get this like urge to go in and just, I just want to delete a bunch of them. The ones that are just awful, the ones that I made in a rush, the ones I made for the sake of it, you know, back when I was kind of just churning out products on that hamster wheel, the ones that I know just aren't that great. Sometimes I just feel this urge. I just want to get, get rid of them all. I just wish I could go down to having a small number of great resources instead of a large number of of garbage ones. <laughs> saying garbage a lot, but it's true. But, you know, the truth is in terms of like the 80-20 rule, you know, the Pareto principle, like, you know, 80% of our earnings come from 20% of our products. It's true. I have, you know, this amount of products in my store, 20% of my store is bringing me pretty much all of my money. And then there's just, you know, probably looking at the number of products in my store, hundreds probably that aren't bringing me much money at all. And yeah, those are the ones I kind of look at. I'm just like, oh, I just want to either delete them or just redo them or something. I don't delete them. I, you know, I feel that urge, but I don't. I know that they can just be updated and improved. But the reason I'm mentioning this is, I guess it's one of my regrets as a, a somewhat established seller. I kind of wish I had slowed down. I wish that I had gone for less quality over more and, you know, that quantity. You know, I could almost just, I'm not saying I would do this, but yes, that urge I feel when I want to delete them. Like as an experiment, I could literally delete 80% of my store tomorrow. I could just go and like deactivate just hundreds of resources. And then, you know, like a week later, I'd still be making the same amount of money provided that I kept my best sellers. My best sellers bring me my money. And so you obviously bring that down, that 500, you know, scale scale that down to a small amount. Imagine that you're a newer seller, you know, just if you're someone sitting at that point where you've got like, you know, 20, 30, 40 resources, like that is okay. Make 20, 30 or 40 great resources. Don't feel like you need to have 100 or 500 or 1000 because trust me, you know, that rush will never create quality. I think that great resources, the ones that make you money, the ones that are bestsellers, the ones that really sell and are really worth it, they take time to create a lot of the time. I, I really don't, truly don't think it's possible to have 1,000 quality resources in a TPT store. And I don't know anyone that does. I think that, you know, you can easily have 30 though. Like that's an achievable thing that you could spend a year or a few years on TPT and you could make 30 great resources. That's that's so achievable. 
But I think we get to that point where you're making hundreds and thousands of resources and the quality just diminishes because there's just, you know, there's just not enough time to make them all great. So yeah, quality over quantity. One of the reasons I have those urges where I'm just like, oh, I want to like clear out my store. It makes me so mad. Partly because my personality is I'm one of those kind of purging sort of clear out kind of people. I love organizing, throwing things away, giving things away to charity. Like I'm not a hoarder at all. I'm the opposite. I, I find enjoyment in clearing out and cleaning and tidying and organizing. And so I, I hate that my store feels cluttered sometimes. It's that's, that's part of it, honestly. But the other part is that I'm a big update kind of person. I like updating resources. And so I think I feel overwhelmed with the amount of resources I have to maintain. I would need a massive, massive team of virtual assistants. I would need to create a massive company almost. I sometimes feel like I would have to have 10 of me, you know, in just in order to even chip away at some of my store. Because you know, that's the dream. The dream is to have a store full of amazing resources that you're truly proud of that all sell really well. Like That's the dream, right? To know that if you were to just close your eyes and like pick a resource in your store, that you would land on one that is great and the listing is great and it sells great. Like that would be the dream, right? But I feel overwhelmed knowing I have so many and so many of them need updating. So many of them, like I said, are kind of garbage or just need work. And I feel overwhelmed at the workload that would be involved in trying to get nearly 500 resources up to my newest standards, getting them up to scratch, getting them to being great. Like it just feels impossible and I feel like I want to scream. (laughs) But it's true that, you know, some days I do, I just, I wish I could go back to having a nice small store that's easy to maintain. It feels like my store sometimes feels like just like this house of hoarders. It's just, it just feels like there's just stuff everywhere. And, you know, I'm, I'm envious of you. If you have a smaller store it is honestly just easier to maintain. If you, for example, want to design a new cover that you want to use on all your products, you're like, I found this new cover design that I really like, and you want to update your resources, it is a lot easier to update 50 covers than it is to update 500. Just think about that for a second. The overwhelm that I feel if I want to update 500 covers. And it goes the same for, you know, thumbnails and previews and obviously product updates themselves, SEO, like everything required. And then even beyond that, beyond TBT, when you think about the marketing, like having them all on Pinterest, having blog posts about them, whatever, like writing emails, just trying to market all of those resources, it is impossible. And so you end up letting things slide. You end up just marketing, you know, a handful that you can manage. And so, yeah, that is, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. I know that these podcast episodes lately have been a bit rambling. I wouldn't say I've got the most structured, organized podcast in the world, so I apologize for that. Sometimes I just have a thought, a regret, or a feeling, or a piece of advice I want to share, and then I just want to ramble about it for 10 to 15 minutes, and I hope that's okay. (laughs) Anyway, let's wrap this up. So in summary, quality over quantity. I truly think that you are better off with a smaller store, less products, provided that they are great in terms of, you know, of like best-selling quality great stuff is that's just so much better than having an inflated bloated massive pile of garbage just don't have a huge store for the sake of it having a huge store is a lot of work to maintain like i said it's just exhausting and overwhelming to not be able to look after it because it just it just feels like there's too many products so keep that in mind if you are finding yourself churning out products think about how you're going to feel in a few years time when you've just got this massive amount of products to maintain if you are a newer seller listening, don't follow the advice that even myself that I've given in the past 
and I wish I hadn't, and the other people say in Facebook groups where you have to reach some arbitrary number, whether it's 100 resources or whatever, it's true that the more you have, the more you sell, and to a certain extent, having a bigger store will you know, benefit you in the early days. Having 10 products is better than one. Having 50 products is better than 10. Like To a certain extent, maybe, you, know, you do want to create products and you want to have them, but don't aim for a number. Don't force yourself like I'm going to make 30 products in 2024 and then you get to December of 2024 and you're like in tears because you're like, oh, I only made 10 products. I didn't get to do it. And you just like beat yourself up. And it's like, why, why, why chase some number? It just doesn't mean anything. Just create when it feels right. Create a product because you feel inspired. Create a product because you've got a great idea, something you need for your own teaching, something that you know is really exciting and great and it's going to sell you know, create a product that you know is good quality that teachers want and need. Create those big, juicy, expensive, valuable products that are really irresistible. You know, churn out those like small, cheap, quick ones, you know, they're a quick win, they're easy to make, but you can't charge much and you don't make much from them. You know, go for the stuff that the other sellers are too lazy to make, the ones that are harder to make, that are less saturated, that no one else is making. Like, you know, take the time, make the effort, and do it when you can. Oh, you've got an evening, you've got a weekend, you've got summer off and you've got time, make a product, but don't force yourself to reach some number. So yeah, when I hear that people are kind of rushing through product creation because they just feel like they've got to meet some goal of reaching some number and and then at the expense of quality, I just, I feel sad because I, I wish that I could go back and have a small, easy to maintain store full of quality resources. And I just want anyone listening to know you shouldn't be rushing. Now, if you're an established seller listening, you might even relate to my struggles. You might thinking like, what happens when you've been selling a few years? Do you keep creating? You know, do you just kind of stop? I mean, you know, when you're like me and you, you have like a few hundred resources, what does that mean? Is that too many? Should I just completely stop creating? Like, no, you know, like I said, you know, create when you feel inspired and create when you have time and you want to. It's, it's part of what we do. It's the thing we all love in our business. And I love creating and I still create products. In the last week before recording this episode, I've uploaded two products that I've been creating in the last few weeks. So you can certainly still create products, but it should be at that slow and steady pace and they should be great. And it's so basically whether you're a new seller and you're just starting out with a brand new store with barely anything in it, or whether you've got 500 resources like me, you can create products, but you need to slow down and you need to create with intention and, you know, make it worthwhile. And honestly, if you have got quite a lot of products like me, you know, I really don't think there is any harm in stepping back for a second. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, stop making products. If you're making them for the sake of making money, because you're panicking that your sales aren't where you want them to be, like, just creating for the sake of it and being on that hamster wheel probably isn't going to get you there. Look at what you've got in your store right now. I bet you have, whether it's tens or hundreds or thousands of resources, could be making you money. Why aren't they selling? Go and update those. Go and work on those. Get them to sell. Something to think about. But okay, I, I need to wrap this up because it's getting ridiculous. Now, you might have been listening and thinking, okay, Alex, you've mentioned making these quality products. You're always talking about quality resources. Well, what does that mean? I will put a link in the show notes to my free video training. It's just like a quick 20 minute video that you can watch whenever it's not like a live thing or anything. I'll put a link to it and it's just, I just share some tips about what I think a quality resource really does include. So I think it might be really helpful. So be sure to check that out. But yeah, just be mindful. That's your action item for this week is just to be thinking about the number of products you have in your store and 
thinking about what I've said about the quality over quantity and just prioritizing making great resources or just taking a break and updating the ones you have over churning them out for the sake of it and being trapped on that hamster wheel, you know, rushing product creation and just making a bunch of products just for the sake of it. It's not going to bring you the money and success that you desire. Intentionally, slowly creating great resources and updating the ones you have will. I hope that you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.